Welcome to the Bariatric Nutrition Coach Podcast, where we empower you with weight loss surgery, nutrition knowledge, mindset advice, and inspiration, so you succeed in your weight and health journey. I'm your host, Jane Stoltz, and I am a bariatric dietitian who has helped over 1,300 people on their weight loss surgery journeys. I'm also a solo mum, lover of long walks while listening to podcasts, partial to a glass of wine, and the ocean is my happy place. Join me as I dive deep into bariatric nutrition and lifestyle topics and deliver them to you in bite-sized, palatable episodes every Monday. Now let's go. Hello and welcome to episode 14, Key Habits to Foster for Weight Loss Surgery Success. And there are a lot of habits I could talk about, but I'm going to talk about four main habits that uh, I'm going to dig into why they are so powerful to establish after weight loss surgery. The first one is making protein the star of each meal or snack. What a surprise. I'm talking about protein first. So I like the term of making protein the star of each meal or snack. I'm really passionate about women living well after their weight loss surgery and leaving the dieting, the high level of tracking and counting and all of those things after weight loss surgery. Do we need to have the ability to track protein intake? Yes. Do you need to self-monitor? Yes. But when we have making protein the star of each meal or snack, it's a great way of looking at how you plate your meal up to ensure that you're uh, eating adequate protein, reaching your protein goals, but in more of a habit self-care approach than I need to put this amount of food on my plate and this amount of food on my plate. The star of each meal is a high protein food and then your other foods such as your whole grains, fruit and vegetables sit around your protein. Now, why is this such a wonderful and powerful habit to practice when you are meal planning, when you are plating your food up to make protein the star? Protein has so many wonderful benefits after weight loss surgery. And you've probably heard some of them, but I'm gonna go through them again and talk in a bit more depth about a few things. We talk about protein being really important and you would have heard me talk about we store carbohydrate in our body as glycogen in our muscle and our liver and we store fat in our body as adipose tissue but we don't store protein so you need to eat it every day it helps support a whole range of metabolic functions but also support lean body mass protein has other wonderful benefits protein is a high satiety nutrient it keeps you satisfied for longer it keeps you satisfied with less energy intake than, than other foods. So if you eat high carbohydrate meals or even high fat meals, you will need to eat more of those foods, more energy to keep you as satisfied as a lower amount of energy from protein to keep you satisfied for the same amount. So it's so wonderful to ensure you have regular eating, which we'll talk about, but the star of each meal and snack is protein. Another part to this habit is really ensuring that you have a good amount, good portion of your protein intake 
in the early part of the day. When there's been studies and reviews of intake at a big population level, we're talking non-bariatric people in Australia, protein intake is lowest generally at breakfast. Then it goes up a bit protein at lunch and most protein or the meal with the highest amount of protein is dinner. That's kind of our standard eating habit. After weight loss surgery, we want to spread out your protein intake and we want to ensure a good amount of your protein intake is across that breakfast, morning, tea and lunch. Because research shows that when you have a good amount of protein earlier in the day, you're less likely to have hunger and cravings later in the day. That helps lessen and lower the desire for the picking and grazing mid-afternoon right through to after work and then also helps manage and lessen the desire to eat after dinner. So what we eat in the early part of the day can really affect hunger and cravings later in the day. Another key habit to foster for success after weight loss surgery is establishing a great eating schedule, a personalized eating schedule. And I say personalized so it fits in with you in your lifestyle. You may have seen an eating schedule somewhere and it looks, it's very generic and you think, well, I can't do that. So it's not going to suit, suit me. There's ways that everyone can build in regular meals and snacks into their day, no matter what job you have and what lifestyle. I have worked with people that have very different jobs over the years and there are challenges for some people to eat regularly, but there are ways of overcoming them. There are so many benefits to eating regularly. Eating regularly helps you regulate your appetite. And what that means is that you can listen to your body, eat adequately at that meal, have a good amount of protein, and then get comfortably to the next meal. If you leave it too long between eating between meals and snacks, you are gonna get to your next meal and you are not going to be able to eat slowly and mindfully and you're more likely to overeat, okay? Also, eating regularly helps you limit and less likely to partake in snacking and grazing behavior. And once you start leaving really big gaps between your meals and snacks and snacking and grazing comes in, it starts a cycle of irregular eating because you have your snack or a bit of something and then you get to the next meal and you think, I'm not that hungry, I'll only have a little bit. And then what happens is not long after you feel like you need to eat again and you think, well, I'm a bit off my next meal, so I'll just have something small. And the cycle kind of perpetuates. Was when we really keep ourselves at nice regular eating schedule and we prioritize protein, it helps us comfortably get to the next meal. Another habit that I am really passionate about people working on establishing post weight loss surgery to achieve success is mindful eating. And I want to delve into what I mean by mindful eating. Another term for it is intuitive eating. And the opposite of mindful eating is mindless eating where we eat mindlessly. We're watching TV or the computer or our phone and food's going in and we're not paying attention to what we're eating. We're not listening to our body. So mindful eating is paying attention 
to what we're eating, how we're eating it, the pace we're eating, and we are listening to our body. When we eat mindfully, and I'm talking small bites, chew well, eat slowly, stopping when you're satisfied, we are eating without distraction. And you're also less likely to overeat. Overeating comes when our attention is outside the body and we're not paying attention to our body, to our sensations and how we're feeling. And when we eat slowly, it helps your body catch up and give you sensations that are accurate for right now when you're eating. So mindful eating is really wonderful to make it a lot less likely that to overeat. Also, after weight loss surgery, you can't eat the same amount of food. So we're looking at quality, not quantity, and enjoying the food that you're eating, enjoying every mouthful, getting textures into your diet that you really enjoy, and, and making the most of each meal and snack. And I want to talk a little bit here around eating cycles. And I talk about this and I educate on this with my clients because it's really great to have good awareness of your eating cycles. And there are three main eating cycles. There's restrictive, and I'll explain these in detail in a minute. Restrictive, there's overeating, and then there's intuitive eating or mindful eating. So we want to leave restrictive and overeating cycles and be in a mindful eating or intuitive eating cycle. Restrictive eating, you know this, this is dieting. This is lots of rules. I can eat this, I can't eat this, I need to eat this now, I have to do this exercise. Lots of rules, right or wrong, black or white, and it's restrictive, you feel deprived. And people can only stay in a restrictive eating cycle for so long. Some people might be days, weeks, months. Other people can be restrictive for part of the day. They overeat after dinner, they have night eating. The early morning, they don't eat. They don't eat much at lunch. But by the end of the day, they have bounced, I call it bouncing into an overeating cycle. So you leave, you cannot hold your restriction forever. You bounce into an overeating cycle. Overeating cycle is you generally go for certain foods that uh, make you feel a certain way and they're generally not salmon and broccoli. We're talking more of the discretionary treat foods. You may eat in private, you overeat, you don't listen to your body, you want it just to happen quickly, you want the food to go away, you feel guilty. And then people pull themselves back into a restrictive cycle. And that's that yo-yo dieting, that kind of restrictive, overeating, feel guilty, and we go back into that restrictive cycle. And moving between those two cycles keeps on going. There is a third cycle, and it is the intuitive eating, mindful eating. And it's where you find balance, you listen to your body, you enjoy your food, and it's not so much black and white in or good food, bad food. You're never going to be perfect. There is compassion. You pull yourself back into your zone and keep practicing self-care, but you know you're going to drift off. So that's what I wanted to share about mindful eating. That is a practice that can take some time, especially when you're really entrenched in that restrictive and overeating cycles. But it's a wonderful place to get to. There's lightness, there's freedom, and there's much more self-compassion. And the last habit I want to talk about is moving your body. 
and notice I didn't say exercise. I, I sometimes say activities, but I really like the term moving your body. So as you lose weight after surgery, it can be a lot easier and more enjoyable to move your body. And I really encourage people to find ways of moving their body that they really enjoy. And it can be running around the park with the kids. It can be going back to do bowling. It can be joining sport, a, a team sport. It can be riding your bike. It can be going for walks. There are so many wonderful ways to move your body and there are so many advantages to moving your body. And what I will say is if this is a challenge for you and it can be a great thing to do is getting passed by your primary care provider to do activity or if you have any physical challenges to doing activity, getting a specialist, getting referred to a specialist that can help you move your body with less pain, less discomfort, and finding that freedom to move your body in an enjoyable way. That support from healthcare professionals can be really important when we go into moving your body. But there are so many wonderful advantages to moving your body. It reduces stress. It helps keep your lean body mass. It improves sleep. When we feel good, when we have more energy, it's a lot easier to care for yourself. Also, research shows that regular activity after weight loss surgery is associated with improved weight maintenance. And that is a very important factor that I would like you to consider or think about when you're thinking about building an activity regime or a regular activity, regular movement of your body. You wanna find activities that you really enjoy doing, things that you can keep doing for the long term. And it's finding what suits you, doing things that you put a smile on your face, might be by yourself, but you may find doing activity a lot more enjoyable with other people. Building regular activity into your life after weight loss surgery is really a valuable habit to establish. So I want to recap the key habits to foster for weight loss surgery success. Protein, make protein the star of each meal and snack. The second one was establish an eating schedule, a regular eating schedule that suits you in your personal lifestyle. Number three was learn and practice mindful eating. And number four was moving your body regularly, establishing regular movement in your lifestyle. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I would love if you could spare one to two minutes and jump on the app that you are listening to this podcast on and give me a quick rating and review. It really helps other people find my podcast and make the choice to listen to this podcast. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I really look forward to being back in your ears next week. Bye for now.